Now don't get hysterical. You're welcome. What was that? You're welcome. With Hillary Rushford. Say it again. You're welcome. In advance. Hey, beautiful. So I mentioned last week that I had been home in California with my family for a little holiday. And I cannot tell you how much fun we had. I just had the best time. I loved that trip so much. And it was so simple. The effort, the execution, the planning was so simple. And the cost was so affordable and inexpensive. And I just got to thinking how this was such an opportunity to take a moment and just pause, whether that is because you are in a position where you don't have a lot of time, opportunity, bandwidth, possibility, perhaps, in your uh, traveling with your friends, with your family, or because you don't have a lot of money to be able to spend, um, and therefore perhaps sometimes feel excluded from what you see on social media as people are traveling the world and going to these amazing resorts. I know even as a very blessed, affluent person with the business that I've built, I absolutely still see people on social media where I'm like looking up the price of the Airbnb or the hotel they stayed at. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did they afford to stay there? Like what kind of money are they making if I can't stay there and I realize that, you know, I'm in the probably the top 10% in the US or something like that. And so I just know how easy it is to feel like that is out of our grasp. And even if you have the money to do that, maybe not everyone in your life does, specifically when it comes to spending time with family or just because you have that money doesn't always mean that you want to spend it. And when I was home, my sister said something about, we were talking about how we have such distinctive memories of our holidays growing up with our parents and that the reason we remember those is because we were out of our home, because we were someplace different. It's like your brain has a little box for those memories to say, oh, that was associated with that place. I remember that house. I remember that backyard. I remember those events and activities we did that maybe weren't necessarily that different from things we would have done in our everyday, but because they existed in a different place than our home or our hometown, they're in a little holiday box and therefore they don't bleed together like everything else that you do. And I thought specifically for kids and young people, that was such a good note for us to really think about the value of our travels and our experiences together, the value of leaving home. But I have always thought it was really noteworthy that our most memorable vacations we went to Palm Springs for two weeks. Every summer, every other summer, we house sat for some older family friends. I think their house had been broken into one time when they were traveling, so they liked the idea of having someone house set. But I want to also just make a plug here for if you have a beautiful home in some way, some place, that doesn't have to mean that it's so fancy. This was a very normal home. It wasn't like some you know, mansion or something. But if you have a home that you could offer to someone when you go travel, that could be an incredible blessing because my parents were not paying for any housing for two weeks. And the only thing that this place had was a pool. 
And we did not have a pool at home. So that in and of itself was just absolutely game-changing. I mean, honestly, it probably could have been an apartment complex that had a pool. And still, that just would have felt so exciting to us. And the fact that it was in a different city. And so we would – our day basically would consist of um, laying by the pool. My sister and I made strawberry banana orange juice smoothies, something so simple – healthy, inexpensive, but it was just a thing that we did when we were there, that we would get out the blender and make smoothies, and that just wasn't something that we did at home. My mom, this time while we were home, uh, was making homemade popsicles for the kids, and then she was making Aperol spritz popsicles for the adults. Again, it just sounds like a simple thing, but that's not something she does every time they come to visit or we, you know, come to visit. And then we would do a, like, meat, cheese, crackers, lunch out by the pool. We would shower early evening and go into town. We would like – there. I, I, in my mind at the time, Palm Springs had this really cute downtown with cool restaurants. Admittedly, Jeremy and I drove through there a year ago. We had pandemic in Phoenix for the first few months. We were now driving to join my parents' quarantine bubble in California. And we went through Palm Springs and I – was very bummed. (laughs) I was like, I definitely have this picture in my head from being like 10 years old here that's way cooler than what I'm seeing. But nonetheless, whether it is true to form or whether it changes over time, we were just someplace different. We would go out to dinner. We would get ice cream. We would go rent a movie, come home. And there are these specific movies that my sister and I remember as like our Palm Springs movies. Now, maybe we watched these other times. Maybe we didn't really watch a lot of movies otherwise. But uh, Troop Beverly Hills, um, Made to Order with Ali Sheedy, um, There's another one. Oh, Big Business, as you know, I love with Lily Tomlin, Bette Midler. So there was just like some classics that we associate with that time. But really, everything else we were doing was so affordable. The other one is we would go to Yosemite National Park. I think it was every other summer. My dad would speak at a big Christian family encampment there. And we were not – we're not camping people. So we weren't like sleeping in tents. We were staying at the Lodge, which was like the budget hotel kind of there. We weren't staying at the fancy hotel, but the Rushfords aren't really outdoorsy types. But again, honestly, what I remember is we would go to the pool every day. Most people come to Yosemite to like, go hike. We like hiked a little bit. I literally think one time we went on a hike and like 30 minutes in, one of us rolled our ankles. Um, ankle. We maybe went biking a little bit. But mostly I remember being at the pool and drinking root beer floats. Now again, I'm sure root beer floats is something that we had other times, but it was just so associated. And probably there's just a sense that like we were allowed to have more root beer floats. Like we could get one every day, which is not normal, you know, when you're on vacation. And so I just really think there is something so beautiful about this emphasis of low cost, low activities, simple pleasures, but the idea that it sets your brain apart. And I Love the idea of a staycation, but I do think it's not as memorable because there isn't that different scenery. Now, maybe if you truly have a lot of events, because I was chatting about this with y'all on Instagram and some of you said you, you were doing staycations and you were doing all of the uh, the touristy things to do in your town. And I think if you really set aside a week where you were like, okay, kids, like here's the five-day plan and we're going to the zoo and we're doing this, we're doing stuff 
you know, in LA, let's say, with where my family is, that is not what we normally do? And are there other parameters that we can kind of put around that to make it a little bit more memorable and wow? But I think because you're visually in the same place, it doesn't stick in as much. And I also, I think there is something to going back to the same thing for multiple years. Because my sister and I were both very blessed. When we were in 11th grade, my dad took each of us independently on a 10-day trip to London. And we got to pick out all of the West End shows that we wanted to see and got all this one-on-one time with our dad. But I have less memories of that, even though I was quite a few years older than Palm Springs and Yosemite. And I think it's because I had so many years to kind of put those, put all of those memories together that I also wonder if there's something special about multiple times between the ages of 5 and 15, you went back to this place and the memories built upon each other. And therefore, when you are, you know, 25, 45, 65, you really have these set memories. That being said, this summer, Jeremy and I really are, I don't know if I would use the word staycationing, but we are very focused on staying in New York City. We traveled so much during the pandemic. We ended up in you know, Phoenix for maybe three of those months when things first broke out. And then we wanted to explore moving to Mexico and that felt like the right time for us. So we were gone for another few months over the winter. And things were shut down for so much of the time that we were back. So as things are reopening this summer, we actually really wanted to prioritize being here. And so instead, we've made a list for the summer of all these things that we want to do. We want to go see a Broadway show. We want to go to the U.S. Open. We want to go to a Giants game. We went to the NBA Finals. We have been gathering up restaurants or bars that look cool on Instagram and then putting them into a document, you know, organized by neighborhood. So we're really trying to be intentional about making reservations for things. We bought concert tickets for something. So I absolutely think that we will remember this summer, but I don't think it will be as memorable as, you know, our traditional summer trips to France that, again, are kind of in that holiday box. But I think that it is so beautiful to think about, and we still have time this summer to consider, is there someone that you can house sit for? Can you house swap? Can you do an Airbnb where you can drive to it and therefore you're not having to spend any expense on um plane tickets or rental car when you get there, and just in general, low-cost activities. I mean, what we did at my parents is going to sound so simple for how much I'm like, you guys, it was amazing. <laughs> like, here's what we did. My mom bought two kiddie pools. Probably they were like 250 bucks total. One was a giant slip and slide, which we were telling my niece and nephew, um, okay, when we were kids, <laughs> grandma and granddad, the slip and slide we had from them was like a piece of yellow plastic on the ground. (laughs) This was like a shark and it like was on a big incline and it came with these boogie board things. Anyways, they were thrilled with it and loved it. And then we had just a giant uh, kiddie pool on the ground. You can go over to my Instagram and look at photos of it um, that we basically made the adult pool most of the time. And we would just sit in that adult pool. My brother-in-law started making Aperol spritzes, which... Again, even just the idea of having a signature drink, it's so funny to me. I am not a big foodie person, but when I realize that Palm Springs is associated with, for me with strawberry orange banana smoothies, literally to this day, if I see that on a menu at a fancy brunch place or whatever, 
I think of that as the Palm Springs smoothie. Uh, when it was Yosemite, it was the root beer floats. I think for me, I just have never had more Aperol spritzes in one week than I did this week. And I think it's going to be one of those things that now I associate with summer in my parents' backyard. So it can honestly be as simple as adding in some new food or beverage you know, that you have. And then we did a water balloon fight. Okay, guys, I mentioned earlier already, my family is not the like sporty type, um, but we... I guess my mom just had all these water balloons for the kids, and my sister came up with the idea, what if we did a, like, you know, family capture the flag, et cetera. All right, I'll, I'll link to the post in uh, on my feed in the caption here if you want to swipe up in the description, but you can see just a little video from that. It was so fun. It didn't even last that long, but it was so fun. I set up my camera and was taking video during it. I edited it together into this little two and a half minute video for my family that just cracks us up. And I mean, how much did those water balloons, you know, really cost? By the way, water balloons, whoever came up, you know, you used to have to like, I don't know, blowing up water balloons used to not be an easy task. I don't have kids, so I have not been paying attention to the innovations that have happened, you know, in the last 10 to 20 years in kid land. Oh my gosh. Now it is so easy to blow up water balloons. They have these whole like contraptions that they come in and you just put the hose in, you blow up like 20 balloons at a time. It's amazing. So anyways, we did that. That was so much fun. And then I also, I came up with a scavenger hunt for my nephew. We were celebrating his birthday. He is turning six. And so I kind of was inspired by something that I'd seen on someone else's Instagram, but it was for an older kid. It had to do with like shopping and she got to buy something at Target for every letter of her name. So this one instead, I came up with a scavenger hunt where he got handed a card that used the first letter of his, his name. His name's Henry. So H was highest place you can climb to see the tennis courts, which the only tennis courts near us are at the park and there's a playground at the park. So I, you know, I knew that he would get that. So he went there and then we had hidden these other ones that led him on a loop all the way back to my parents' house where his presents were. And it was, cost no money. It was very easy, but it was just another fun thing to like do to, you know, get out of the house. So I've shared before that even when Jeremy and I travel, our favorite date in the world is pizza and wine sitting on the River Seine in Paris. Like just it's so inexpensive. We genuinely, I think we spend less money on food when we travel to Paris than we do here <laughs> because wine is so cheap, uh, cheese is so cheap, etc. And we just do a lot of picnics just out and about. So in general, I even see that as adults, as a married couple, a romantic couple, as, you know, girlfriends traveling, that there still can be such a sense of it can simply be being present here in this place that is part of the memory. I will link also to the episode I did on the three travel personalities, uh, Be, Do, Have, and yes, Jeremy and I are that B person, but even if you don't resonate with that personality, I think there is still something to take away from there to say, if there isn't all the things to do, or if we don't have all of the money to spend, will the memories still sink in more from just being in the container of this place, you know? And in, ha in having this chat today, I also just thought there may be some of you that don't feel comfortable right now traveling with COVID. Um, you know, for our family being medium-sized, now that, you know, my sister has three kids, 
so what is that, two, four, six, seven, eight, nine of us, it just makes more sense for us to not get on airplanes to go someplace, uh, to not get, you know, four hotel rooms that we would need and to instead be doing at-home things or, uh, you know, going to an Airbnb, which is kind of our next our next step up of the travel vision is to do something like this at a house with a real pool, similarly to what we did with in Palm Springs where we were house sitting, but to do it as you know an Airbnb. And even for Jeremy and I as a couple, it just lets us travel more often. Even if you have the means to do things, if you say to yourself, if I can get creative and just be in a place and find these simple pleasures, these low-cost activities, it'll let me either be there longer or go more often. So Thank you so much to all of you who chimed in over on Instagram when I posted about this. You can check out that post below with some other uh, creative ideas of things to do. But I hope that this gives you a little bit of inspiration. If you don't have travel planned or you don't have more travel, that you might get a little creative, create some memories now that more of us are able to gather and be together this summer. And I hope that you get as sweet a time with your loved ones as we did with ours. next Wednesday.